Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. OSHA requires that many businesses with more than 10 employees at any time in a calendar year, across all locations in total, maintain a log of occupational injuries and illnesses, a log for each location. OSHA uses the term establishment, but I think location is easier for most people to understand. OSHA, in Appendix A of Subpart B of the OSHA Record Keeping Standard, exempts some low-hazard industries from the requirements to maintain an OSHA log, regardless of the number of employees. Some of these exempt industries include gas stations, shoe stores, florists, newspaper, magazine, and book publishers, software publishers, internet service providers, insurance carriers, lawyers, architects, and engineers, advertising services, elementary and secondary schools, colleges and junior colleges, doctor's offices, child daycare services, restaurant, and religious organizations. If you feel you're in a low-hazard industry, you should review the list to see if you're exempt. I should mention that if OSHA, or the Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS for short, requests one of these exempted organizations to maintain an OSHA log, it is required to do so. OSHA or the BLS will notify the organization in writing prior to the beginning of the year about the requirement to maintain a log. If a business must maintain an OSHA log, it must also complete an annual summary of injury or illnesses or an OSHA 300A. This summary recaps the number of injuries and illnesses, lost and restricted workdays, and other organizational data. It must be certified by a company executive at the location for which the summary is applicable. Basically, the log needs to be signed by the highest ranking company official working at the location or their superior. Generally, a human resource, safety, or clerical person maintains the OSHA log, so it would be rare for them to be the one certifying the log. The intention for this certification is for company management to review the OSHA log, have confidence in its accuracy, and ensure the annual summary is correct and complete. The annual summary must be posted in each establishment in a conspicuous place or places where notices to employees are customarily posted. During the posting period, from February 1st through April 30th, the employer must ensure that the posted summary is not altered, defaced, or covered by other material. So, if your company is required to keep an OSHA log, each location will have a log maintained and a summary posted. In addition, some of these locations will need to submit their annual summary electronically to OSHA. There are two types of locations that must electronically submit their summary information. The first are large locations or locations with 250 or more employees. If your location has 250 or more employees and is required to keep an OSHA log, you will need to submit the establishment's annual summary information electronically to OSHA. The second type of organization required to electronically submit summary information is a high-hazard location with 20 or more employees. OSHA has identified high-hazard industries in Appendix A of Subpart E of the Record Keeping Standard. These industries include, but are not limited to, business engaged in agriculture, construction, manufacturing, grocery stores, department stores, freight trucking, bus transportation, warehousing, rental centers, waste collection, medical and surgical hospitals, nursing facilities, residential facilities for individuals with mental illness, substance abuse or mental disability, residential care centers, including those for the elderly, museums, RV camps, and dry cleaning or laundry services. I'd say that uh, not all these are high hazard, but OSHA defines them in high hazard, so you might want to check the list. So, locations with 250 or more employees or high hazard establishments with 20 or more employees must go to the OSHA website, set up, and submit their 2020 annual OSHA summary information by March 2nd. 
The website is osha.gov backslash injury reporting, I-N-J-U-R-Y-R-E-P-O-R-T-I-N-G. What does OSHA do with this information? They use it for targeting their inspections. On December 16, 2020, OSHA published its site-specific targeting directive for 2021. OSHA will be using the OSHA log summary information to target inspections to those businesses with high rates of lost or restricted workdays or those businesses with rates increasing in the past three years. OSHA will also be targeting those businesses that did not submit their information electronically to encourage employers to report their information. Why do I cover this in a podcast? Primarily as a reminder for those organizations that need to keep OSHA logs to post their summaries for employees to review, and to remind those organizations that need to submit their summary information electronically that they have until March 2nd to do so. Another reason is to show the practical side of preventing injuries. If you spend resources preventing injuries, as I discuss in most podcasts, you can reduce the number of injuries and illnesses you have, reducing the likelihood of an OSHA inspection. More importantly, though, by successfully addressing safety, you create a safer environment, less likely to injure employees, improving morale, and decreasing costs, all of which are good things. Remember, what you do for safety today may prevent an injury tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.